0: Hi again, my name is Soti. Today we're gonna talk about the first noble truth of the mind. Before I have talked about the suffering, the the first noble truth of the body. Um, We all know that in Buddhism we look at ourselves as a combination of body and mind. So, in previous episode, I have touched on the suffering of, um, regarding the mind, I mean the body. So, right now, we are going to be talking about the suffering of the mind. And that is still part of the first noble truth. Okay, so the first noble truths are uh, divided into two parts. One is for the body, and one is for the mind. And in in um, Mahayana uh, Buddhism, we can we can call this as the uh, five aggregates. The five aggregates is come from the body and the mind, and the mind is uh, divided into four. Um, uh, different level, um, I believe it's called uh, vedana, Sanya, Sankha and, and Vijnana. Um, I'm not sure what the translation is exactly, but I'm going to go into further, okay, um, just gonna sum the, all, up all those four aggregates as, as the mind, okay. So what what are let's first talk about sufferings the the different kinds of uh, sufferings um what is it that uh, humans suffer okay because of the mind we suffer and we all know we because of the great mind that we have we are capable capable of suffering more than any uh, living being on this planet as human suffering is unbelievable, is unimaginable. When we compare to animals and all that stuff, they don't have much suffering like us. We suffer because of our own intellectual um, activity, so if we don't understand this we're gonna keep uh keep on suffering. So with, with this great tool that we call a mind, it's like a software that runs on computer. We have body and mind, you know hardware and software. If we don't know how to handle the hardware and we don't know how the software operates, we have problem, we have issue. So the mind, so the different kinds of suffering that we have, right? We're talking about everything that we encounter on a daily basis, every waking moment that we have. Um, the suffering such as, okay, um, worry, okay. The, the worry that we have, worry about our well being, worry about the financial situation, worry about our health, okay, worry about um about the future, worry about the whatever. Okay, all kinds of worry. That's one kind of suffering. Okay, so worry is usually um about something um, that has to do with the future, something that we don't know but we worry, you know, and and worry create anxiety, you know, and create stress. So that's one of the suffering, right? That the mind can create for us. What else? Um, situation from the past. Okay, um, many. Th- uh, many of our suffering, much of our suffering comes from uh, two time frames, so-called time frame that we call past and future. From the past, a lot of time, suffering from created by by the past is something that uh, makes us angry. It can cause us, uh, cause us to be mad. You know, For example, we talk about things. You know, something that is bad memory, and it and it leads to um, bad feeling and create anger and hatred. Okay, so that is uh, one major thing of suffering. What else, um also bad memories from the past, such as abuse, okay, or war memories, bad experience in life, and all that is also create another form of suffering that give people anxiety and give people stress and emotional, have emotional breakdowns and um, stress and uh, depression and all that, right, and we all know and if we don't watch this, all of these memories that keeps coming up and it keeps building up and the mind is very good of repeating itself, okay. After a while, the mind keep repeating all of those stuff that happened to uh, that happened to us, and keeps asking ourselves, you know, how could that be? Why me? How come I have such a bad bad karma? Um, and all of those things that make us, you know, feel not happy, and the mind keeps thinking. Keep repeating and keep um, building itself up into more and more, um, what we call like a a, a hateful feeling or stress, creating more stressful feeling in, in in our body and more anxiety, more nervousness that leads to insomnia, and so so many things, see, and it leads to great depression that sometimes, you know, make people commit, um, you know, um, the uh, final suicide and all that stuff. And all of that is because we don't understand how the mind works, see especially when the mind is really all uh, when, when the mind gets into a really hyped up mode that the the, the 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 mind keeps repeating itself, keep thinking, keep saying a lot of stuff that it goes on. It becomes like a non stop, you know, um thing that goes on in, in the head. When that happens the person becomes so um agitated, becomes so stressful and always angry you know without knowing without without uh, being aware of it you know of of oneself because that is it's very difficult for us humans to understand that that is just the mind that is doing all those stuff, but the thing is. We identify ourselves with that with the mind, so when the mind is mad, we say "I'm mad." when the mind is angry, we say "I'm angry." when the mind is stressed, you know it's stressful, creating all this um repetition, we say "I'm stressed." See what we don't understand is those are the mind of the the products of the mind. And that is not us. But we have to be able to recognize that. We have to be able to step uh, to step back, step away from the mind. But most people cannot do that can, because, just like I said, people identify themselves with the mind, with the body. That's why we have so much suffering. Um, and those, these are just some, of, a few of the examples that we are aware of, and 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 suffering happens to all ages, right? Uh, for young adults, you know, they're suffering you know, about their relationship, right? Especially about you know falling in love, breaking up, and all of that. They what young adults don't understand. You know is that all this loving emotion, anger or whatever when they come into problem issue having a, having a fight with each other with with their you know boyfriend girlfriend, and all that stuff they they all get caught up in all of that activity because they identify themselves as. With the mind and the body as who they are, so be, with that, you the, we you know, people do not know what is going on. It's just like completely lost in some kind of uh, in some kind of uh, play, and they are the actor and actress in in the the play of life without understanding understanding that it's just a play, there's something else that they're not aware of. That that is a problem. Okay, and that's for young adults, and for also young adults who are you know coming out, um, looking for independence, um, you know, making a living and all that stuff, you know, raising family okay so financial burden and headache you know see that's a, that's a different level that for young couple for who starting out you know family and all that stuff they also get caught up you know in this struggle you know to 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 make the living or to to make a better life for the family and all that stuff without again it's the same thing without understanding that what what true life is all about? Okay, and that's why a lot of time it leads to you know uh, tension and pressure inside family, and sometimes leads to break up because of different feeling, different desire, and all and all that. And for older folks, a lot of time older folks who underst- don't understand about the. L- Law of Impermanence. They get into the suffering of the of the body, the first noble truth about the body that I talk about, we, and see all of that create mental suffering. So, if we look at that, you know, there's suffering at every age, at all group of age, and it this this suffering here happens. All around the world because humans share the same common denominator of uh, trying to survive and going through all this every single one so we all suffer this wi- without knowing that and without understanding that it's not you know uh, just uh, us or an individual thing it's the whole uh, it's the whole planet, you know, when we meet each other, you know, at work, at school, or at the party or whatnot, all we do is, hi, say hello, how are you, I'm good, fine, how's everything? See, we meet people for an hour, two hours, right? Or at work, yeah, you meet a lot, you get to know more um, about your co-workers, but still, they never tell you the truth, okay there's always a put out put out, put put our face that everything is fine. There are times when there's people who are fine, yes, but there are times that they are major issue, but they can't they they they're not gonna tell because it's personal stuff, but this thing here this personal stuff that people go through. It happens in every single family. Doesn't matter, you know, whether you were rich or poor or whatnot. It has nothing to do with how much we have. Suffering does not discriminate um, against anybody. Suffering loves everybody. See, that's the thing. So we. As human beings, we need to understand what's going on in order to have a peaceful, happy life. We need to understand what this thing, this I thing here is all about. Otherwise, we have so much problem. We're gonna run into problem and we don't know. It's just like, you know, we're walking With our eyes um, blindfolded, we're going to keep walking into the wall, boom, here, boom, there, and we just keep going. We don't know. We cannot see. That's the thing, right? And as we all know, the mind has incredible power of thinking, of coming up, and, and of producing all kinds of uh, mental activities, so the suffering is countless it's so so it's so many things but what the Buddha discovered was that all the suffering when you when when you combine all the suffering that a uh, human has, okay the Buddha break it down into um into 89 different kinds of mind, okay, that's what it all comes down to, and if we, or somebody else can, or if we want to break it down even at a more detailed level, it's 121, okay, and it's, it's amazing how the Buddha break it down, okay, there's 89, 89 minds, or 121, depending on how deep up our level we want to break it down okay so um, what I cover in this channel here mostly right now I don't I don't cover much about the sutra okay Um, we're not gonna do any sutra reading and, you know, uh, much here, okay. What I concentrate on in this channel is on the last volume of the Buddhist canon, which is called the Abhidharma. The sutra is very good for us to study, okay. The sutra is just, it's like stories of the Buddha. How the Buddha, when the Buddha, you know, during his time when he went out and did the talk, people remember what the Buddha said, and they wrote it down, okay? This is what the Buddha said, this is what the Buddha said. So those are the stories, okay? Those are the stories that we can, we can refer to, so for the sutra. I encourage you to read them on your own, and they can they can help as good a reference point to what we learn in the Abhidharma. Okay, the Abhidharma is where the core teaching is. When when you dig deep into the Abhidharma, abhidharma Abhidhamma about the mind, about the body, about how it processes and the the nature of the karma and all that stuff. And we have to learn the the to the fundamental the, the base of the of the house. We don't we don't put up the steel yet. We learn all of that and then we can refer to you know from from time to time when, when it's needed. We can refer to the sutra, or in this sutra here, or this sutra there. The Buddha said, this Buddha said, according to, you know, what we learn in the Abhidharma. So the Abhidharma is the core teaching, and it's, it's a very highly technical book. But if, if, if you are really, truly interested in Buddha's teaching, um, the Abhidhamma is is the key, is the real treasure. Okay. So to continue on, um, like the Buddha said, okay, the mind is divided into eighty nine kinds of mind, or one hundred twenty one, depending on, you know, how you want to break it down, and also. We have to learn. That okay, so this mind here that we have, how does the mind operate, right? How is it that the mind comes, comes, comes to be, okay? When, when we, what, what is it? What is this mind here, okay? What is the source that makes us? That that makes this mind, that you know, if we don't understand, we're gonna identify, identify the mind as ourselves. See, that's the thing. We have to be able to come to a realization at one point that, oh, the mind is the mind, but the mind is not me. Okay? The mind is something that I can use, but the mind is not me. uh, there's a point of realization that at some time after study we have to come to that realization. Otherwise, we'll just continue on all this thing forever and ever. See, the the reason or the purpose of studying Buddha's teaching, why we study Buddha's teaching at all, What is the purpose? Because we want to understand what reality is all about, right? What, what, who, who we are, okay? And if we, if we, if we don't want to know much about this, then Buddhism is not the right place. Okay. Buddhism is something for people who want to really, you know, get down and dirty with who am I and what is this existence is all about, right? So, when we study in Buddhism, we, when, we, when we study it correctly, we're going to find that does actually provide benefit to our everyday life okay if you study something it's the same thing when you go to school you study whatever mathematics algebra or whatnot you know you 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 get to know something and let's say first you start with a timetable right two times two three times t three, three or nine all that stuff. But then you pro and then you progress you know that you're making uh, your advance into a next level into you know um calculus geometry but but you start from the bottom right and you know you advancing you know that okay i'm I know better than when I was at uh you know at uh elementary grade you know you have improved. In Buddhism, it's the same thing. If when you study it, you will start to get the benefit. Okay, a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. But things start to click for you. For you. Okay, that okay, that makes sense. So that's why this happened like this. It's because of that. Oh, this is oh, this is why my mind is like is doing this. It's because of that then you start to become, you can say, you can sense a change inside of you because the way you think is not the same as before. Before, for ordinary people, we just go through life as it is. But once a person encounters the Dharma, and start to get into it once we start to realize something and there's a, there's a, one will sense a change inside a little bit at a time you know depending on people depending on person and there's also limitation to 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 people you know that is just an, how nature works Nobody can become, uh, uh, can, can, not everybody can get a PhD, not everybody get a master degree, you know. Some you know, people can only, you know, uh, get an associate degree, a bachelor degree, or whatnot. but at least it's better than nothing, right? At least it's better than nothing. So, and the speed of it, don't worry about it, just, you know, do. Your best. All right, so that's what the. But uh, regardless of what it is. if you study it right, there's gonna there's gonna be a, a shift. In the way the way. You think. About, life about. The mind how the mind works how the mind interact and how you interact with people, then you become more mindful. See the chain inside of you is something that makes you a different person because of a different development inside that make you think okay that's you know I used to do that before but now I realize that's not a good thing, that was not a right thing to do. So the chain happens inside. Once you understand the Dharma, the change happens inside. If you if there's nothing change inside, something is wrong with with your study. Okay, I have run into a lot of what they call themselves as uh, Buddhist scholars. Okay, they seem to know a lot of quotes. Okay. They seem to know um the sutra quite well, you know the Heart sutra the lotus or the the fire sermon the all you know what so many you, they can quote them all, and they say it all they they can refer this that 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 man it's unbelievable they can cover it right but but that's the thing that's that's all they can do, but there's nothing changed you can send, but the person is still the same. They talk with such a big sense of ego, such a know know it all, right? And it's like, okay, you know the sutra. So what is it that uh, you're trying to 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 do or trying to say, right? There's this there's nothing that show that from what they have studied. You know. Benefit them. Okay, see that's important. So I mean, why you study Buddhist teaching if it doesn't benefit you? Why waste your time? Right, go do something else. You know, do something fun. Why? See, there has to be a benefit. Okay, in for us as human, if there is no benefits, why bother? That's 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 the thing. That's why if. If you just okay want to listen to something good, okay, I just want to do something. Go watch movie, you know, enjoy some stuff. And just like I said, people there are a lot of people reading a sutra and referring in reference. And I see a lot online on Facebook and all that stuff. People talk nonstop about this and then all about this sutra, that sutra, about Buddha said this, Buddha said that. But then, if you touch a little button somewhere, oh my! It's like a, a fire, a tsunami of fire coming out, you know, from them. So you know right away. They they don't get the juice of the dharma, you know. They just understand that they. It's it's like you people go to a five star restaurant and look at the uh, nice fancy menu, right, and say, oh, it looks good, but never get to taste the food. It's the same thing. Or another simile is that just like the, uh, a monkey carrying coconut, okay, the monkey knows that the coconut has nice juicy meat and water inside, but he keeps carrying it. He never break the coconut, you know, down and got to eat in the, the the meat and the, drink the, wa- the, the water inside. The monkey never do that, see? So when we study the Dharma, when we get to understand it, then we get, we have to, we get to get the benefit, okay? We have to get to drink the juice of the coconut and eat the meat, okay? That's when you get to understand what Buddha's teaching is. So otherwise, people just waste time, all right? So from that, so a lot of that is being taught in the Abhidharma, and one of the books that I see that is, is one of the great books is a book by... um. That by B. Bodhi. and I believe it's available on on Amazon, right now. Okay, and I'm not sure about other. I'm sure there are other um Abhidharma books out there by different author, but that's the one that I have anyway. Um, so. All right, let's continue. Regarding the so the suffering we know. So what we have to understand what we have to find out okay how does the mind work right how does the mind come to be okay and what is and and this part here we have to also go into the second noble truth which is the source of the suffering right what is the cause so we cover some we cover the, what the sufferings are and we don't need to c- uh, cover much anymore, but we have to find out, okay, we sort of know, aware of the different kinds of suffering that people go through, okay, so what is the source, okay, that uh, make this uh, mind here go crazy, so we have to study what is mind, right, so the mind and the mind is part is part of the source right part of the source that we have to study um, also how the minds work how the minds operate okay that's what we have to we, we we need to find out because the mind the mind is like a a a, a connector a um, a uh, conduit a conduit, I believe that's how you say it pardon my English that connect us connect the, the real the, the, the inner us right, the mind is the connector it's a conduit that between our inner us with the outside world okay so so how does the mind connect the inside with the outside? Right? So um so let's say for for example when uh, I like to always a uh, a lot of time bring up this uh, scenario when when we go to sleep okay where does our mind go? That's one of the questions that I like to ask people. When we go to sleep, where does our mind go? And when we wake up, where does our mind come from? Okay. So, when we go to sleep, we all say the mind goes to rest. Right? Right? So what is the mind that go to rest is it the brain is the brain is it what the mind is or something else Okay So and when we wake up so the brain wake up right is that right or there is something else Okay So think about it and the mind that I'm talking about right now, when that the question that I'm posing right now, where does the mind go when we go to sleep, is the mind, is the top level mind. Okay, there are different levels of mind that we're not aware of, but the Buddha broke them down. See, those are things. that's why the Buddha, the Buddha was the greatest scientist of all time. It's unbelievable. As we go further and further, it, you 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 will be like, wow, there's nobody else but Buddha who can discover all these different little things here and there about the mind, the science of the mind, and he broke them down so s- into so mind detail. Detail that there's there's no such a thing anywhere in the in the entire universe. That you no know, there's nobody teach things like this. <coughs> Only the Buddha. Okay, so. Um, the mind, so when, when when we go to sleep, right, so the mind goes to sleep. So this is the, the, the surface level mind. Okay, there are different other levels of the mind that keep us alive also. See? So when we go to sleep, uh, the surface level mind, or we can also call it the uh, the material world mind, go to sleep. Okay. But there are other different minds that is not doing the, the, the daily activity, but is performing the, the living activity for us. When we go to, when we go to sleep and the body does the stuff itself that, and, and keep us alive while we are not conscious, right? While we are not conscious, the body went to sleep when to rest there's different level of mind. Uh, but that mind is very subtle. It's a living mind, right? And the living mind just keeps us, you know, uh, living. That's connect us to a deeper level of mind. Okay? So there's and but Let's just stop right here for now. okay we don't want to go into any too, 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 too deep into this different kind. okay? All we just need to know right now is that there are different levels of mind. Um, the mind, the surface level of mind that we use every day for our everyday life. And there's mind that operate by itself, okay The mind that keeps us alive. The, even though while we, we go to sleep, even though we take the rest, the body take the rest, but level, uh, a deeper level of mind keep us alive and keep us going, you know, keep the machine running. And there's a deeper level of the mind that connects us to the whole energy, right? Because you have, you have to think about this, okay? what people don't realize is most people think like this that they are individual you know walking laughing crying whatever activity they do every single day it's like an individual personal stuff right what that we all do not realize is this for example if you go out at night okay when the, when the when the sky is dark, you know, you see the star out there, you look out there, look into space, okay, you see, you You think that space is so far away, right, just think about this, without space out there, would you be here, okay, without that space out there, would you be here, See, I think you know the answer, no, without the space out there, we wouldn't be here. So there must be connection between us and the space out there, okay? The same thing, so it goes beyond the sun and the moon, see? We all have this common knowledge, we We have this knowledge that okay, you know. We need the sun, the, the heat, uh, the moon uh, because of the gravitational uh, force and all that stuff to keep us living on this planet, the air and all that stuff. Yes, that part is very true. But there are other stuff. There are more stuff to, to it. The stuff that we don't see uh, or we can just, okay, look, outside it's just total, total darkness, right? and black. We, we, we just take it for granted that uh, that is nothing it's not nothing. that nothingness that we think that we call nothingness has something to support our life here. Without that space we won't be here. so there, there there is deeper connection the whole cosmos, the whole universe we are all connected. That is one of the thing that uh, we are, th- this 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 great, this one greatness that we all want. That's the idea. Okay, and we can touch on that later on. But think about that one. Okay, we are not an individual thing, you know. So if you can just imagine that one thing that. We also depend on the universe to survive, to live. We are not an individual by, you know, that exists by its you know, just poof, by itself. No, there's a deeper connection that we are not aware of, and that deeper connection that we have is through the the, the most subtle level of mind that the Buddha found. The Buddha found out that the connection is through the deepest level of our mind. We are connected with the universe, and the universe is connected everywhere as one. Without the universe, we won't be here. Okay? So and I just want to touch on that different levels of mind a little bit, okay, but anyway, So the mind that I was talking about earlier was the uh, material world mind, the mind that we need to operate in order to uh, live, in order to survive, on this planet. That's a different level of mind. And that different level of mind is like a shell, an outer shell of the deeper mind. Right? So that outer shell of that deeper mind we we call it ego. See? So that ego is the mind. The ego and the mind is synonymous. It's the same thing, just different two different words. So our very existence on this planet Depends on the mind, and the mind and the ego are the same one. And that is why, when we identify ourselves with the surface mind, when we identify ourselves with the ego, we suffer because we thought that is there, that is all to it. Right? So, what is this ego mind? Because even though the surface mind I'm talking about here, you can separate them into two different parts also. The useful mind that is not ego. So ego is part of the surface mind. Okay, so I like to stop it right here because I'm running out of time. So, and we'll touch on We will continue on this surface mind in the next uh, talk. Alright. You all have a good day.